welcome to Adente Rigamortis. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, continuing on with SCP Sember, SCP-3396, otherwise known as the Empyrean Parasite. So, um, yeah, SCP-3396 is the entry that kicks off the Apotheosis canon. Um, Again, sorry, Gamer, for tossing you into Media Res last episode. Fine. Um, if, if it happens enough, I'll just get climatized to it. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fine. So so you'll just get, like, Stockholm syndrome Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, SCP-3396 is by the lovely Cadaver Commander. Um, yeah. Honestly, like, one of my favorite uh, SCP authors. Um. Is it like round round table like uh, agreement? Like he's one of our favorites. He puts headers on all of them. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course. Also, without him, we wouldn't have Joey Fucknuts, and yeah, like, that's the yeah. world I don't want to live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can check out uh, SCP three three nine six on, of course, on SCP wiki dot wiki dot dot com. Love that URL. <laughs> It's no, just fun no to doubt. do at this point. It's a, it's a bit at this point. Yeah, but yeah, or the the official SCP Foundation uh, website. Um, and before we dive into the rundown, let's give our initial recommendations. I recommend it wholeheartedly. I partially recommend it. Okay. I partially recommend it. Wow, man! I'm like, <laughs> am I the only one who's like, just like. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, considering You're my, uh, my recommendation, <laughs> yeah, considering my recommendation last week, though, you should be yeah. happy that it's at a, a partial. That's true. Yeah. Actually, here's a question: like for initial recommendations stuff. Now that you've read this entry, would you also recommend? Would you, would you change your recommendation for the the shape of a gun? Oh, we're doing an in hindsight situation. Yeah, like well, because you said that last like last episode. Like you, right. it might ch- it might change your your opinion of the of the story based on. It does not. Okay, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I still think it's a tad ridiculous. Well, fuck you. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I I say that I don't actually mean that. Just FYI. <laughs> of course. Um, and, uh, to me, like to me, I I still think it's really weird that I'm not super into the SCP that can just make guns out of everything. Because usually, like when we're Playing tabletop games and shit, I'm like, yeah, I you want are the gun nut. the shit out of the guns. Yeah, yeah, you're the gun fodder. Vehicles with guns. Yeah, yeah. So wow. like, I don't understand. But all right, it, it's I, I don't need to explain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that right now. Yeah, actually, we will eventually because it's he has probably a whole gonna... section in this probably. But either way, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Yeah, it's probably gonna come up. Anyway, um, all right, so yeah. Uh, that's our, our initial recommendations. Let's dive into the rundown and our actual thoughts and grammar acquisition if we have them and see why we gave those initial recommendations. So kicking off with the rundown. <laughs> uh, I will not be doing a Christopher Walken voice. because You could say it's time for the rundown as Christopher Walken and then just do the rest as your normal voice. <laughs> it's time for the rundown. <laughs> um, we'll try that on for size. <laughs> 
yeah <clears throat> we'll see if i we'll see if I, how i edit this episode mm-hmm. um so uh scp3396 is a massive extra-dimensional construct roughly 75 kilometers southeast of death valley in the mojave desert the construct appears to be a massive tree with insectile traits as well and it also secretes a blue-green fluid that when exposed to biological life forms mutates them with extra-dimensional organs and growths that can that cannot be removed conventionally and also gives various supernatural abilities and traits as well. <clears throat> um, multiple international occult organizations, not just the SCP, are currently working to keep this virulent, uh, this virulent anomaly contained uh, with 6% of the global population already exposed and possessing strange abilities and mutations as a result. Uh, Given the infection rates of the mutations among the global population as a result of the fluid, the SCP Foundation is preparing for the worst, a situation where they can't fully contain and keep out of the public eye and may very well be witnessing the end of 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 a normal human world. Finn. (laughs) Um... That's that's basically about it. It's a giant magic space tree or like space time tree that um gives off like its sap or fluids uh mutate people with like superpowers mm-hmm. of like an SCP variety. So um and unfortunately because they weren't fast enough to catch the people that had dug it up um those people got out into population centers and the mutations seem to spread. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's starting to spread around the world's like population. That's um, actually one thing. I don't know if you have a note on this. Mm-hmm. If anyone has a note on this. I sure don't. That's why I'm chiming in. Do they mention how it spreads from person to person? That's I don't remember yeah. seeing anything about that. It just seems to be like contagious. Like, um somehow like f- somehow the the people that are that are mutated and are, like are in population centers just seem to be able to like rub it off on other people but yeah you're you're right it do- i don't think they ever actually specifically mention like how these people are just like doing that i do have a little bit of it in like my notes for like uh like game fodder wise stuff because mm-hmm. this there's there actually i don't know if i wrote down but like there is a uh there's actually a wild talents uh campaign setting um that is similar to this not exactly but basically like it's called it's called progenitor and it's basically a um the 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 baseline like pitch for it is uh in the history of the setting all superpowers originated from one source which was this um basically housewife in like Missouri or in like the Midwest got superpowers from a space rock and basically became Dr. Manhattan. Um, and so she went out to uh, to fight in the uh, the Vietnam War uh, to help the troops and stuff like that because she's a good old American. Mm-hmm. And what she didn't realize was her superpowers are contagious. So every time she'd use superpowers, anyone who survived contact with her superpowers got superpowers at a slightly lesser degree than hers. Like she had like the, she was basically a god. And then Every time she used her superpowers to defeat people, if they didn't die, they got superpowers on a slightly less, t- less small, slightly smaller tier than she was. 
yeah. then whenever they'd use their superpowers on somebody and those per and like somebody in proximity or like exposed to that like uh ability they would also get superpowers on a slightly tier and they would just keep going so by the by like the the 80s or seven or even the 90s there were people with like like tier like like just re- like almost like not mundane but like extraordinary tier superpowers yeah and like, like you could summon maybe like the the size of a, a big lighter fire on the end of your finger but that's about it <laughs> like yeah, eventually exactly. it pollutes way down yeah um and it would just depend on like what generation of, of superpower you were it's kind of it's also it's kind of like i guess vampire the masquerade where like the like pure blood vampires like there's like a whole like hierarchy of like how strong your vampire blood is um to like the the la- latest generation is like basically like mud blood like mixed blood or mud blood like there's like ba- you're barely a vampire yeah um but yeah it was it was something like that kind of thing it's like they that's how they explained it for like it was basically like a radiation or exposure to the powers just gave you powers mm. but in this we don't really like the fluid is what mutates people when it when they come into physical contact with it and not yeah. just people also animals like any kind of living biology like um, we have um uh what are they what are they called uh addendums with different subjects but all of them are mutated through the slime itself not through um contact with another infected person so even if yeah. one of those was transferred through another person then i'd be down for it yeah like i could see if like maybe like it is like contact like physical contact with a with an affected mutant person like again if somebody's being intimate with somebody and suddenly they get powers kind of thing like that like maybe that's how it's spreading like yeah. but there's no evidence in the scp entries <clears throat> surprisingly this is one piece of detail that should have been left should have been put in to give us a reason why like six percent of the human population of the global population is exposed uh, like is is mutated when the group of people that were like digging up the the site left and went to the population centers mm-hmm. like did they bring bags of the fluid with them and just like is it like a drug that's being passed out into like is it or, like an uh, I, I that would actually be cool too like there's like just this underground drug ring of superpower drugs just like super drugs <laughs> Yeah, the whole infection thing could just be like if they shake someone's hand, you know. Like, yeah. Because how often do you really do that, you know? Well, that and like people do have like oils and like stuff in their on their skin. So like, who's to say like they, because like they have the mutation, the the organs in their body aren't produ- aren't like producing something in their sweat now or in their oils and stuff. Yeah. So like, like that's how it moves. That's why it's only like yeah, there is some exposure in the major population areas, but it's not massive because like. If you're in New York and you were uh, a being that can give superpowers to other people just by proximity and walking down the street, yeah, everyone you pass would be getting superpowers. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, if you bump into somebody, well, like, it has to get through clothes, so like, that's not going to happen. But like, yeah. if you're like at a meeting and like, like, hey, it's like, it's like, I was like, good to meet you, and you like handshake, and then suddenly, like, bam, you're infected. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which again, mm-hmm. oh god, like I. I hate the last three years of our lives. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately like, topical. Yeah, unfortunately topical is is my high school ska band. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately mm-hmm. topical is actually a really good like band name, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but yeah, it's yeah, like that's like that kind of I can understand and then like the SCP Foundation like is able to like grab those guys and, and put them bring them into uh into quarantine. 
uh, before things get too out of hand and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, like it doesn't say specifically like it's it's physical contact with the mutants. It's just yeah. As soon as they entered like uh, the areas, now we've got, oops, we have six percent of the global population is now exposed to this. <clears throat> so, yeah. Long story short, if there's just one of the addendums that was transferred that way through a yeah. handshake or something, then cool. Yeah, yeah. But for we sure. stop beating that dead horse. Then. I suppose. Um. Well, um. <laughs> that seems like a good segue out of rundown. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> And let's just let's just bypass grammar inquisition unless people have one. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I certainly did not expect the grammar inquisition today. So, <laughs> or tolerate it. Yeah. Uh, but actually, yeah, Mikey, do you have any grammar inquisition? Uh, I have an it sentence. Okay. And now <laughs> an it sentence with Mikey. The E stands for evil. Take it away. It manifests visually as a massive tentative biological structure with both arboreal and insectile characteristics 27 meters tall and 23 meters wide between the ends of its large fist branches. That's a bit of a run on there. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, at least to be fair, we know what the it is. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, the context is given in that sense. In that sense, yeah. <laughs> but that's not why Mikey does these by I know uh, sentences in a story that start with its and reflects because there was better words. It's not because of lack of context. It's because, because start with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although because of SCP entries, I always tend to give those a pass with the it stories because like, how else are you going to describe like that? Like. Well, the SCP ent- like entity is blah blah blah. Like that's how you're gonna do it. Like you might you could might as well just use it. Yeah, because it's not like formal. Yeah, like it's sorry, not it is extremely formal. Yeah, it's, right? it's it's a different. Yeah, like I feel like this format actually lends itself for its stories or for the it for the it uh, at the front of a sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> at least in the context of like where this where this it is placed in the entry. Where so, it is placed. Yes. But again, it's still fun to uh, to poke at it because it is something that needs to be dealt with otherwise, right? So, yes. All right, uh, gamer, do you have any grammar position? No. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I give you sass about it, <laughs> you assumed I had. <laughs> nope. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I just assumed like the sass. The sass is just your like your your go to to like uh, to. Um... Uh, to bully me. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, well, let's move on to actual thoughts. Um. What's funny is like that. It story is probably going to come up again when I read it for my one of my actual thoughts. But um. <clears throat> Before we start, I would like to apologize to Mikey in advance, so I don't have to keep saying sorry, Mikey. Mikey, I'm sorry. We're gonna be talking. I'm gonna be talking about Shadowrun throughout most of my actual thoughts. Most of them. <laughs> there wow. was a lot. I was getting like major Shadowrun vibes reading this entry. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So uh, let's just let's just dive into this. <laughs> um. 
Exclusion Zone 3396, where SCP-3396's central nexus is located, is currently contested by multiple organizations, including the Global Occult Coalition, the Serpent's Hand, and the United States Unusual Incidents Unit. Um, And as such, has been declared a neutral demilitarized zone by mutual agreement to prevent global warfare and a lifted veil scenario. Dang. So, like... Some kind of secret war situation happening here, like we're like or like secret cold war kind of scenario happening here between all of the global like organizations that are in the know of like the supernatural bullshit of the SCP. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want to just like use all of this this story, specifically this part, for game fodder. (laughs) Um Maybe in my Grumblehammer universe setting, or even the Rex Surge setting, uh, over on One Less Die, our sister podcast. Um, maybe even use it as part of a a campaign when I get when I get the the Secret World tabletop RPG uh, sometime next year. Um, I could even see this being done in Shadowrun. Like you be like like this is some kind of uh, um some kind of incursion from the deep metaplanes or even like the horrors beyond the metaplanes uh that are trying to like leak into our reality and like there's various organizations in the in the Shadowrun universe that are trying to keep this under wraps because they don't want to spark more panic than there already is on like these kind of things like they don't want to the after the after what happened to Chicago in the Shadowrun universe where they dropped a magical nuke on Chicago to stop a bug spirit invasion <laughs> They don't want to spark another um, like panic in the population that like, oh, no, there's going to be another bug city happening. (laughs) Mm. So um, and let's just move on to the next thing here. I have. Each specimen captured, uh, each specimen captured must be contained in a class four hazardous bioform containment cell reinforced with an pattern anti-thaumaturgic runic array oh yeah very shadow run <laughs> like a little techno babble if you don't understand most of it though yeah true although like yeah basically like uh anti-thaumaturgic runic array basically it's like a magical barriers uh that have been erected up over a like containment cell or like a containment uh uh, unit of some kind not unlike a certain campaign set uh scenario we ran in a, in uh the GTS campaign on one less die um, gamer where you were like, you guys were in like a bug in a facility that was studying bug spirits. Yeah. And there were like, like high level, like magical wards over like basically um, like test tubes, like, like giant, like te- like containment test tubes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, was getting serious Shadowrun vibes and it just keeps going um, with the next thing. <laughs> Actually, this one's not so much Shadowrun, just like something about like the last story that we did. Uh, SCP-3396 is a Category 4 extra-dimensional entity which exists as a gestalt of physically and metaphysically mutagenic symbionts that currently inhabit and affect approximately 6% of the, popul- of the global population. So I guess we this explains some things that happened in the shape of a gun story, like how like where the mutants all came from like mikey said last last week when we did that episode <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to point out, uh, this says that 6% of the world's population is infected, which is roughly 470 million people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. <laughs> that is a lot of fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah although i don't know like so you you were saying like oh i wonder if like the guy who like the the head of the um of the army of the scp foundation from last last uh from from uh shape of a gun um was also a mutant it's like i don't know if that's necessarily true because i don't know if the scp foundation would be using him well like, out in the open willy-nilly like that but he might if he's not he might become a mutant because of exposure that's true yeah we don't know and we, again we do not know the vector rate of the the uh the yeah. um the second hand vector for yeah. uh, for contamination because like we know what the the primary vector is which is the the, the ooze <laughs> the secret of the ooze yeah. <laughs> scp 3396 <laughs> oh god yeah and uh i mean he's the only one not wearing a mask yeah, yeah. So he's asking for it. <laughs> one of the guys <laughs> where he's already one, infected. One yeah. of the guys next to him is like, "Sir, do you think you should be uh, wearing a mask right now, sir?" It's like, <laughs> "No, I need. I wear no mask." Oh, okay. Oh, God, no mask, no mask. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist <laughs> uh, to throw that out there again. Fair. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, okay. So it looks like we know where all the mutants were coming from. <laughs> was it like Actually, I I believe last session we were like like gamer didn't you say it's like it's not like it's saying like one source did all this. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, said that, yeah. And then we're like, "Well, no, yeah, one source did all this." <laughs> mm. Cuz like we both speculate like, "Well, maybe it was like from like various other SCPs because that, they're like, all different <laughs> uh mutations, I assume that they're all from different SCPs." But no. No, it's actually much like the Rex Surge event that if from from my campaign one less on one less die. <laughs> um there was a like source catalyst event that gave everybody a variety, like a vast variety of powers. Again, not like again, not saying that like I, I didn't even like I this is the first time I'm reading this stuff, so like it's a happy coincidence that I came up with a a, a premise similar to this <laughs> for yeah. a superhero horror uh setting so maybe it's why i like it so much i think i think maybe that's why i'm so like gung-ho for this is that like it just really speaks to me on multiple levels <laughs> and i get that yeah um <laughs> i thought there was gonna be a little bit more like i get that you're wrong what? but i get that <laughs> <laughs> uh but I'll, I'll move on to the next thing here mm -hmm. um oh yeah this one's gonna be very shadowrun so, description. It manifests visually as a massive, tentatively biological structure with both arboreal and insectile characteristics. 27 meters tall and 23 meters wide between the end between the ends of its largest branches. Coloration on <clears throat> colorations of this primary metaform is typically iridescent blue-green. Though this has been shown to change to the point of displaying different color patterns to different observers simultaneously. This central nexus releases a luminous blue-green fluid from an array of vents in its primary trunk and branches, 
which pools into a shallow reservoir at SCP-3396's base. SCP-3396, in its entirety, is selectively tangible and fails to interact normally with physical objects or electromagnetic radiation. This has made conventional non-thaumaturgic testing and examination impossible. Oh my god, this is... So at this point, I was my notes were just like, this is Shadowrun. This is so Shadowrun. Oh my god! <laughs> this is so Shadowrun! Like... <clears throat> Like, at first, I was getting vibes of the big magic tree from that lame-ass Shadowrun 360 game. <laughs> like, that giant tree that just, like, the giant magic tree oh, that yeah. appears at, like, on the mountain, like, it's below the... It's a magic spell you can, you can use in that game, too, which summons a magic tree. But there also was a giant one, yes. Yeah, there was also a giant one. And and even that, like, that the premise of that, like, situation um, is in, like, the books of Shadowrun, especially, like, the 4th edition stuff, which is what we're, we're familiar with. Um, like, crossing that with, like, so, like, yeah, like, the big magic tree from, from the, the Shadowrun 360 game crossed with something out of the hive metaplane involving bug spirits, since it's, like, arboreal and insectile. So it's, like, almost like a zerg tree. <laughs> Kind of gives yeah. off like the like that's the description I was kind of, that, that's kind of like the the look I was getting was like this weird like chitness or chitness tree like with like insect um like carapace and such. Um, but then as the description kept going on how it interacts with our reality, I realized it was essentially describing an Alcara. So in Shadowrun Fourth Editions, um, there are these like bleed ins. From other reality, like from the metaplanes, the the supernatural realms that like kind of coalesce around beyond our our own like physical reality in the astral space, um, and they often manifest corporally and incorporally out in our reality as like l- new like dramatic landforms or like landmarks, um, and most of the time when they manifest, they just appear as these like ghostly, untouchable new landmarks, right? But there are like kind of tiers to it. So like a, I think like a tier three Alcara manifests as a physical and metaphysical um, object in our current reality where somebody can actually go up to it and like touch it. And even and in some cases, they can even like travel to the metaplane it's linked to through it. Hmm. So making it very dangerous, but also like super weird and like fantastical. And yeah, this honestly, this tree just screams like an Alcara from from Shadowrun. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's just like, bam, this is very Shadowrun. <laughs> uh, and again, I don't hate it; I love it. I absolutely cannot get enough of it. That's uh, that's that's my thing on the the description of the tree of the of the uh, the magic space tree <laughs> mm-hmm. that gives people superpowers. Let's dive into those superpowers and stuff of that with the uh, the addendums for three three nine six zero one. So these are like some basically these are the various like test subjects that they did on. So starting with uh, one Pagona Barbata, commonly a bearded dragon specimen male uh, method of exposure. One drop of SCP-3396 fluid administered to top of head. And the results were within three hours, subject has increased dramatically in size and mass to a length of 25 meters (laughs) at approximately weight 
uh, an, an approximate weight of 5,000 kilograms. Uh, specimen. <laughs> what? He's a big boy now. Yeah, he's a very big boy. Um, specimen displays significant structural alterations, including widened limbs, a mottled and porous surface texture, and a multitude of large dorsal vents, which continually release a mixture of spores and various toxic gases. Specimen becomes docile to the point of lethargy and does not react to physical examination. Skin samples yield genetic results extremely similar, but not identical to a wide variety of fungal, spe uh, fungal species, notably including Amanita bisporiga bisporigera, destroying angel, Amanita phylloidus, or death cap, and... I'm going to need you to say these right. <laughs> what? I'm making a joke. Okay, <laughs> yeah. You said it's like Amanita something. Amanita, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aha! <laughs> Fuck you. Good. <laughs> um, Claviceps uh, purpurea, or ergot. Um, so those are the, yeah, so that's, that's the, the results. So basically it's a giant big boy with, um, uh, giant fungal spore launchers out of its back. Do you want Pokemon? Cause this is how you get Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> also similar, like, like the same thing with the dog, like when they, when they tested on a dog, like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was not happy with the dog thing. Cause it was like, especially like in the results, uh, vivisection reveals, like vivisection, so they autopsy the dog after the the um uh, after its mutations, uh reveals the presence of SCP-3396 organs and tissue throughout subject's body. Vivisection fails to terminate the subject. Oh God! <laughs> As any damage incurred by the procedure is rapidly regenerated, subject's oh, behavior oh. is unaltered. Oh, okay. A so vivisection isn't necessarily like post-mortem because i didn't 100 percent know what exactly what that was and it says that practice of performing operations on live animals for the purpose of experimentation or scientific research oh okay so they just opened them up gotcha just to check what's inside of them and then they gotcha. closed them back up and he's still a happy little boy yeah which I, apparently they didn't need to even like stitch him back up because apparently it regenerated yes so yeah, I was like, I was I, I, at first. I was like, Vivis, I heard Vivis say, "Oh man, poor pupper. Wait, he's still alive? Oh god!" Mm -hmm. But yeah, at least he doesn't seem to mind. No, he's fine. Yeah, he's still he's a, he's he's a good armored boy, yes. <laughs> armored pupper. Because yeah, his uh, his mutations were like armored, like carapace, basically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or like all his turn him into a Kubro from Warframe. Yeah, all his fur fell off, and he got like metal, or like not metal. He got like horned, like protrusions all over his body. So he's like a he's, it's like a like a, an arcanine mixed with a sand slash. Yeah, honestly, out of all these mutations, I wouldn't. That'd be fine. Yeah, I'd take that. My hair is already falling out as it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next thing here we have is the next uh, uh, experimentee. Um, regarding the results of human female 28, uh, who, uh, age 28, or should I say Monica Pinkston? <laughs> da -da -da! Um, so this is the, the test results. Um, when struck by, 
a smooth criminal. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to interrupt. Sorry. When struck by return fire from responding foundation security forces, subject's body fragmented, producing violent explosions which inflict no damage upon the subject, but cause significant destruction to test installation and facility subjects or and facilitated subjects escape specimens body continued to fragment explode and regenerate upon receiving damage the pieces levitated near the specimen's central body and transmuting into further instances of high power projectile weaponry 37 casualties reported subsequent test chambers reinforced <laughs> wait hang on why wasn't this description used of her body fragmenting from hits and bits of it even forming guns not in the story shape the shape of a gun it was was but it it was done in such a flowery way that i didn't realize okay cuz what it <clears> says <throat> in that is um uh cuz i have that here yeah but uh, and they tried to this is what it said in the shape of a gun and they had tried to stop her, but every impact of their bullets upon her skin was just a hammer driving down on the blasting cap of her soul. Her rage detonated against their need to keep her still. Oh, I thought that was metaphorical. <laughs> Me too, because why wouldn't you be, right? Well, yeah, and like, here's, here's, the, here's, my, here's my counter to like, also, it's like, maybe the reason it wasn't said was because it was from her point of view, and maybe she wasn't noticing the the explode like like her bo- like how her body was like reacting because like you can't like if you're like in like that kind of heat of a moment you may not be able to see like things on your body happening like when you're getting exploded and stuff like that right it so. wasn't a first person story it was told third person no but it was it told matter. from her point of view so I, I again i was just like throwing that out there it's like also like yeah so like okay so the fragments apparently form the body so we now have the catalyst material for how her weapons manifest as well is like they the parts of her form the bot like form the guns wait what yeah like it said there like um uh um the subject's body fragmented producing violent explosions with which inflicted no damage on the suspect yeah no but the pieces levitated or the pieces levitating near the specimen uh or the specimen's central body trans oh the pieces that may not even necessarily be her parts it might be like it reach like like pieces, pieces of like random shit around her and okay so so you were you were actually right on that like that she's like transmuting local like stuff into her guns yeah okay for some she reason i took that, that as like, i would have yeah been more okay with her <laughs> yeah i see i was thinking more of like it was like when she when she when she, her body's like fragmenting the pieces that are like levitating or like the pieces that haven't been like fully exploded or or destroyed are like levitating around her and even transmute into her guns and stuff like that but no, it's it's she is able to transmute like local material into her guns. I suppose it doesn't directly say yeah. that, but through yeah, no, that we like, love to make. Yeah. So like the I'm, bottom line here, I still love that story. You cannot take that away from me. <laughs> but this is definitely a case in favor of what you and and Mikey were saying last last week on that story, where like it should have been better described how her guns work and like and like maybe not go so flowery with like because again like we both thought it was metaphorical back there it's like oh like the the, every every hit was the was the 
was hammering on her soul. It's like, no, it's literally hammering her and exploding off. <laughs> yeah. Because it's basically like a reactive armor. There's a type of armor on tanks, I believe. It's reactive armor. When it gets hit by something, the armor itself detonates against the the blast of the incoming projectile, so it like cancels it out. Gotcha. And that's kind of what she is, just repeatedly. Yeah. Is that what also, depleted uranium like armor is all about, or is that something different? Depleted uranium is just a material that they use for bullets. But they also use it for tank armor. Do they? Yeah, yeah. For the I think the Abrams, I think, is uses uh uses uh depleted uranium armor. Maybe. The only thing I've heard of um depleted uranium is for uh, bullets. Yeah, military use uses uh in uh Military uses include armor plating and armor piercing projectiles. Most depleted uranium uh, arises as a byproduct. It goes on. But yeah, it, it's uh, it's apparently used on the Abrams tanks for like as armor. <laughs> it's talking about depleted uranium rounds as in... no armor as well. Like yeah, yes, it does. It is used for 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 armor piercing rounds, but it's also used as tank armor. <laughs> oh yeah, consistent. Improved armor consisting of depleted uranium and other classified materials. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I wonder if there's a. I, I know it's depleted uranium, but I wonder if there's like a high cancer rate on uh, on people on, on on Abrams tank dry, tra, uh, tank uh, tank teams. Mm-hmm. I would hope not. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, we're just gonna slap some uh, some some radio some some depleted radioactive material on your into your armor. They probably have like shielding inside, even if it is. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> I would hope so. Yes. But yeah, so yeah, that that was the, the thing. I, like, we get we get a little bit more we get the foundation's point of view of like her escape. Um but also get more information about how she uh, You know what this is? This is the difference like between a story that is more like uh, it is is uh subjective from her point of view in the story versus an objective view of the incident that happened at the facility mm-hmm. where we get more analytical details because of it. It's a, it's a structured uh, like bureaucratic entry. Yeah. It's just facts. Yeah. It's not her calling them Nazis. Exactly. Although they kind of are, but how dare. Yeah. Um, next thing here. Uh, this is the uh, last test subject. Um, human male, uh, age 42. No. Um, uh, so the test results, are uh, no immediate apparent, no immediately apparent effects for approximately three hours. Uh, four co- four exact copies of subject appeared within testing chamber. All five then stated simultaneously, "Only fools like you would see the blessing of magic as a curse." The f- uh, the five entities joined hands, then corporally fused into one massive non-human organism with ten arms of varying sizes a central mass of undifferentiated flesh and dozens of levitating structures resembling disembodied hands, each with an eye fixed in within the palm. A large volume of water manifested within the chamber and swirled energetically, obscuring the bioform from view. The fluid then fell to the chamber floor, subsequently determined to be non-anomalous seawater after examination. The whereabouts of this of the specimen are currently unknown. So there's a little bit to pa- unpack here. Um, first off, 
I guess now we know how Norm trans- uh, uh, transformed into a uh, into the uh, biblically accurate Norman. <laughs> yep. Mm. Um, secondly, I still think I'm on Team Old Vegas slash Team Mutant. Let's be real. You were never not going to be on. No, that. no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially after the statement about seeing the blessing of magic as a curse, like to the uh, the foundation. I think I think a certain Captain Salanum <laughs> uh, is 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 going to be with me on that situation as well. If like this stuff gives you magical powers, hell yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on that team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that said, the way Norm teleports out and d- the description of his of his form does also remind me of the mother entity and it's it's uh it's like servitors Mm -hmm. which i think is suggested to be to also be a uh, the isn't the mother entity also the flesh form behemoth formerly known as guam Mm -hmm. (laughs) so but then again the at uh this is this also has like kind of the inklings of the admiral with the seawater like the seawater wasn't just the mother's like um like mo the admiral also used seawater for like his some of his his abilities and, and powers and stuff. So either way, I'm still slightly conflicted. No, nah, no, nah, I'm still on Team Mutant. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care if it's the mother. I'm still on Team Mutant. <laughs> um, but uh, moving on to the next thing here. Um, while physical examination of SCP-3396 has proven impossible, thomic scanning has yielded a single tangible result. Rather than providing their standard conceptual energy and thomic potential readings, Foundation prototypic thomic scanners, thomic is the word of the day, really is, (laughs) thomic scanners invariably alter their method of data return to provide the word, in all caps, THRIVE. In 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 a random language upon each scan. The significance of this is unknown. I hate to keep saying it, but this is very similar, like in some in terms of some of the ideas, to what I wanted and to what I had in mind for my Rex Surge game setting. Uh overall one less die. <laughs> play, 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 play. Um like for th- like going back to this, like for this, it's hard to tell if this thing is malicious in its intent. Or if it's simply an organism moving from moving into a new environment and spreading its influence over the current bioforms of that environment. So like it's like unintentionally an invasive species. Or if it's like maliciously uh, like intending to to like move in and push in. Yeah. Um because like in nature that happens all the time. It's, it's not actively doing anything. Yeah, and like the it's 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 sort of like um it, it's it's word it's like message that like it keeps it, it's sending out when they try doing tests and stuff is thrive, so like it's sending that out to its like to its influence bioforms. So, like th- to me, this kind of feels like sort of like cosmic horror with superpower with a superpower touch, and and it certainly makes me wonder even question what we've read cer- uh, currently with the cadaver commander works uh, so far, like all of his entries that he's posted up there, the stories that we've read, if uh, the ones that connect the apotheosis canon and such, like 
it even makes me wonder is the mother actually evil or if is it just this like this organism that's just trying to thrive like is it actually and and, and from from a cosmic horror point of view that is also just as scary because it's not even doing it, it it's it's an entity that is doing this non-maliciously but it's alter dramatically altering and ruining the cur- the 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 new environment that it's 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 pushing itself into like it's an invasive species um that's pushing out the old species or it's pushing out or it's altering the old species that are in that that environment yeah to to fit its own ends and like that might not be malicious and that's the point of cosmic horror is that it's not meaning to do these these uh bad things for the current in like we're basically like we're the ants being pushed in by like termites or by like a larger entity like hum like by a human like uh like a human um a good example here would be like we're the ants in a in a massive ant hill that are getting flooded with molten metal by humans who want to make a mold of our amazing ant hill like tunnel works. Yeah. Like we're dead. We're we're getting like destroyed or preserved by the molten metal, like otherwise like killed and some of that. But the humans aren't meaning to do this maliciously. They're doing it because they want to understand our our um, our amazing like architectural work. So it's like that's the cosmic horror like, uh, angle here. I think for me, that I keep getting a vibe of, is that the mother may not be doing this intentionally. She's just an organism pushing her way into our reality. Yeah, and spreading her her influence. Um, the way she the way her her nature does so mm-hmm. um it, it certainly makes me like think more on like the on on the uh the horror of all the stuff that cadaver commander has been like putting out of the last like couple of years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i digress i'll move on to my next thing <laughs> i got a lot to say on this one guys i'm sorry mm-hmm. no reason no reason to apologize here uh well i'm canadian it's it's expected yeah, i mean yeah <laughs> um so the next thing here uh, scp-3396 was located by chance during an archaeological dig each member of the research group present became an scp-3396-01 instance and each worked to completely uncover scp-3396 in a matter of days legitimately when i read this Sounds like Delta Green's like a Delta Green scenario, right? Waiting to happen, like because it even says like right after like the SCP or the SCP Foundation was too late to arrive on the scene to stop it. Yeah, like I could see this being a Delta Green scenario where like your agents sent out to an archaeological dig out in the desert, trying to stop these these uh, researchers from uncovering Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I think there was even a game that Ross Payton from roleplay public radio did that was kind of similar where like there was an archaeological dig that was <laughs> oops digging up a spawn of cthulhu out in the uh out in the midwest uh, like a desert uh somewhere in the, the, uh, the southwest so uh and it didn't go very well it, it also had, went about the same way as this one did because uh the the creature ended up waking up out of the desert and walking to the coastline <laughs> that's a problem yeah it was it was a bad time it's a fun it was a fun recording though um i cannot remember what the scenario is called uh, future me add it now Boop. delta green cultural resource management on rppr Boop. thank you nailed it yes um but yeah uh next thing here scp 339601 instances 
not under containment, have utilized their newfound anomalous abilities for a variety of purposes thus far, including murder, nonviolent crimes, mass eradication of certain diseases, and public welfare initiatives. So we're just kind of slid in there. <laughs> there's some bad, but also there's some outweighing good that is coming from this. Again, I know the foundation is attempting to maintain a status quo and keep normality in our reality. But like, if they can't stop it anyway, maybe they just shouldn't try. Maybe they should just let the world change. <laughs> It might change for the better. Hashtag Team Mutants. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, and honestly, like, something that they bring up earlier in the entry um, is that, like, it seems like the the powers and, like, the um, the abilities that are given don't change the personality or consciousness of the person. So, like, they stay the same person they were before they got the powers. They just have powers now. So... It's just when when you give a human being something that can make that gives them an edge in life, like so, and and become an asshole. Though. Yeah, well, sometimes. Well, it does also doesn't help that they're testing on D class to escape. <laughs> but then, like the people that aren't D class that aren't already like stirred off as criminals or bad people may not go right for like assholeist moves. Like again, we see like right there, like one of these mutants cured a disease (laughs) like completely eradicated disease or and some of them are even using them for like various welfare projects like it's that's not terrible like that's i'm I'm sorry that's still for me that's in favor of team mutant (laughs) rather than team foundation one person cures a disease and three thousand people all kill people that doesn't make up for it you know i mean that's like you know for example take over an entire freaking city and like bring it to ruins. I mean, who's to say that? <laughs> hang on, yeah, maybe what? Like, who's to say that that wasn't like that? Might have been one mutant that went in there, but then the other ones went in to stop that, and then the, just unfortunately the collateral of having these powers. So, I I see what you're saying, but at the same time, eh, like <laughs> I'm still I'm still team mutant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just I know. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're you're still team foundation. <laughs> um towns are going barren and shit like that, you know? Like towns are not going barren. They just again, there's there was a disaster and like the the mutants are trying to make it showing up. Yeah, but I mean that's going to happen when like there's a dy- a dynamic change in like the the normal structure in, in the structure of normality. Like mm-hmm. that happens on a on that happens in our own world, like without superpowers, like stuff like that happens. Like, and we have to like deal with it. Like if I'm just saying, like if we, if they're not, if the foundation isn't able to, to stop or contain this, 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 uh, Empyrean parasite anyway, then maybe we should just let the world change for the better <laughs> or, or like it might not even be for the better. It might just honestly remain the same, like level of like good and evil. It's just now people have superpowers. <laughs> You are so optimistic about this. I am. <laughs> if you, I, I it, think that's the difference like, between you and me, and it's why I'm a cultist. <laughs> but a, a normal person, <laughs> someone who is completely level-headed, and you give them superpowers, 
that doesn't mean that, oh, they're just going to be level-headed now and they just have superpowers and they'll never use them for anything bad. They might be normal people because they're just normal people. They can't do anything. But if you give someone power, what is that quote? Power corrupts? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but there's also, like, again, there's also nothing saying that that, that person might not, like, because of their upbringing and like the things that they've like their, their moral like standing and so that they might not like they might use their powers for good. It might yeah, not be correct. Might. Yeah. It, yeah. The amount of power that this thing can give a single person, this one person that has bad intentions, if they get it, they could kill thousands of people. Is it worth it? Be- yes, because they could also <laughs> potentially save thousands of people. <laughs> like that's the, that's the whole premise of free will <laughs> is you that like have you to save thousands of people from supervillains killing thousands of people if those supervillains didn't get the powers to kill thousands of people in the be- in the beginning yeah i'm i'm not like i have been saying, watching but... <laughs> uh marvel shit constantly every single day and i have seen villains rise and fall <laughs> They sh- if they didn't if no one had powers this shit wouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't, you know what? I'm sorry. The my, the benefits to me outweigh the uh, the 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 um uh the the potential risks <laughs> of this situation. Because like, uh, it's just like there's so much like there's so much good that could also come of it. Like, people again like these the people in like old in old Vegas. Yes, old Vegas was has come to ruin. But they are work trying to work to build make it build a better world, like build a better city. They're building it back for what they want as their city that they don't have to like abide by anyone else's rules as a lawless place that they can just do whatever the fuck they want. In. They're only lawless because the organization that's trying to like contain them is is going about it a very authoritarian like. Uh, like r- almost like t- tyrannical regime way, like <laughs> I love that we're having to be in the open. <laughs> yeah, but what if it was like what? W- like yes, there'd be like a period of like a dark period of chaos, but like eventually things would settle like, down. A dark and period of chaos with like a million deaths and like well, eighteen ma- ma- major cities would be brought to. Ruin. I mean, you got to break a couple of eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> you got to break yeah. a couple of eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the biggest problem is animals. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. See, Pokemon World. <laughs> we also yeah. get the Pokemon universe in this. Because uh, just people, people can be talked to and reasoned with. But you know, if a, uh, for example, a fucking tiger gets infected and turns into some Raikou. massive saber tooth <laughs> monstrosity, yeah. One of the, what because we're, because we're the legendary cat Pokemon from uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean then we have to deal with it like send in send in one of the mutants to deal with it like that's they can deal with it. <laughs> like it's only gonna get worse. For example, okay, I'm a I'm a mutant, right? Yeah, I get yeah. stung by a mosquito. That mosquito gets superpowers and gives it to all other mosquitoes, which go around the world giving it to all creatures on the entire earth. Everyone is infected. Everyone has superpowers, including all the creatures in the entire world. Yeah, so it would and basically it, says it, it does it to objects as well, as well, right? 
No, it only does it for uh, life forms. Are you sure? Yeah, it's it said only like uh, biological organisms. Okay, that's less horrible, but still, <laughs> we could have had uh, a dogscape situation. <laughs> oh God! I mean, we could still we we could still potentially have a dogscape situation, but like, what what happened? Like, it just takes one dog. <laughs> Hell, we could have a manscape. <laughs> No, I don't want to talk about manscaping right now. <laughs> but define organic, like living. No, it's bio, it's, it's living biological like plants. It's a plant. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. They they didn't test on plants, so we don't know. So for all we know, this oh great, we're all getting superpowers thing will kill every single person on the entire earth. What if all trees get infected by this and none of them create oxygen anymore because of their mutations? We all fucking die. But what Is if it, it doesn't it? do that? It might be. <laughs> if it's already gonna ha- if it's already if it can't be stopped, then fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like the foundation is this is the thing about the apotheosis uh canon. The 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 foundation in this situation is losing. <laughs> like they've they lost. Cannot... There's no yeah. losing. They yeah. they lose well. from the get-go. Yeah. They don't have a chance. Yeah. Well, and I get we... that. I'm not saying that this <laughs> massive tree, oh, they should just get rid of it. It's here. It's effect- affecting people. There's <laughs> nothing we can do about it. I'm just saying it's not all sunshine and rainbows blasting out your ass. And I'm also not saying that. I'm like I'm I'm aware that there will be casualties and stuff like that. But I don't think it'll be the end of the world. It might be the end of the world as we know it right now. But it won't be the end of the of the world, like it like it won't be the end of uh, like of humanity. Humanity will just be changed into something new. The Earth's bioforms will be changed into something new. It's not necessarily the end of living organisms on Earth. I think it might, be. <laughs> especially since it, especially since the transformations do not. It, it specifically says it it appears that they do not change the the cognitive and person the, the cognitive functions and personality of the people that have been affected so similar to the dog like the dogs and animals and some of that might will will still have the same traits like same like mentalities and stuff that they had in their original in their original versions they just now have to deal they're now just now also built like living with this this um these, these transformations these changes in their bodies yes the the virus doesn't directly change their thought patterns but having the new powers could change it whether you're an animal or a human being just because you are so extra powerful you will potentially become more monstrous because of that sure potentially (laughs) well think of all the bearded dragons that suddenly destroy houses (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) this explodes all of a sudden clifford situation inside yeah (laughs) yeah the Clifford was coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it's it's going to be very dramatic and very like a, a very intense couple of years after this takes full swing. But I don't think it's the end of the world. Like I just know one year just... into this, after yeah. uh, Monica breaks out, Vegas is brought to their knees. For reason. <laughs> well, here's they the thing. didn't have to do that. Why did they have to take over freaking Vegas? Well, again, here's the thing. We also don't know. We this is actually what, uh, something in favor of you guys. We don't know how Vegas was claimed. Like, 
Oh, it's probably because Vegas is near Death Valley. That's true. Like, that's probably the it was probably the first city that was brought in, or is the closest one of the closest cities. But again, like yeah, we don't know how because Monica is is perceived by the citizenry as a hero and like a de facto leader. So maybe I I will say maybe like there was a villain like a villainous character like a villainous um uh, SCP mutant that went into Vegas, started fucking shit up, and. Monica showed up and dealt with it, hence becoming the hero of Vegas. And so, like, there was a, a like a, a people. There was probably like a a movement where like people were for her because she saved the city. But then there were people that weren't for her because she's just like the person that just wrecked our shit. Like, why are we following this person? And so, like, there's probably some kind of dispute that way, some kind of conflict in the city, like for that kind of thing. Again, yeah, if she didn't all, do it, yeah, then yeah. But w- again, we don't know because it's yes. not the no, and, yeah. and plus it's assumed that they retain their mental capacity or whatever. If you recall last time we had that glob monster or the guy that threw uh basically acid balls or whatever. The yeah. uh, the star yeah, the the uh, the starfield. Yeah, yeah, the one that's tied to your your cousin Christy, the East Ends Revil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like um the one guy in that basically said he you just his his thoughts have become pure evil or whatever. Um, yeah, and I'm so, sure, again, yeah, I'm sure that's going to happen. Like, I'm sure there are going to be some people that like have the power go to their head and and be subsumed by the power and stuff. But I mean, look at look at the commune that is in Old Vegas now. Like, none all those people are just trying to make a living with the situation they have at hand. They're still human in their minds. Like they are still people, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm not saying like again. I'm not saying like I, like I, I am very, I am being very positive about the situation. Um, mostly because I want superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, it's also about like free will and like the the like. Even like I don't know, like I, I'm when it comes to like detaining a group of people because they have the potential to be um destructive and, and evil, but they have not shown necessarily that they are evil. I'm gonna be for them rather than the people that are containing it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well and uh, didn't um in the last version the uh they described what it felt like when the goo was put on her arm yeah within with it like there was like a rush of where she was given it, like all these abilities and like no like knows well, exactly how to use it and stuff it right, and felt like with this please continue okay helping yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah it felt <laughs> like she was swallowed and pissed down yeah but she could still so, think like for herself because like she felt something was missing about herself. That still means that she's still her in some capacity. What I thought you were going to go with is the fact that as soon as she got this, these powers, it said something like it wasn't um, words told to her, but a feeling that you need to use these powers now to get out. Like her first, it's almost like the powers gave her the thought of killing all those people and breaking out. That's the vibe I got from it. 
I don't think she wanted malicious. to kill those people. I think that's just something that happened as collateral for like wanting to escape a an imprisonment. <laughs> like, you know what? People wouldn't Here's have the... died if it didn't tell her to break out now with these guns that I just gave. Yeah, but you know what? The people, like, those people wouldn't have died if the fucking SCP Foundation hadn't been fucking experimenting on this fucking organism. <laughs> like, all of the, all these, like, these, uh, these, um, uh, SCP-3390 uh, addendums are of the foundation specifically like contaminating individuals and organisms with the sludge like fluid. They aren't simply like just trying to contain the ones that have already been like contaminated. They're specifically making their own in their experiments. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to every single SCP on the entire website. What's your point? I'm just saying, like, this is, like, th that's a flaw in this in this scenario is, like, for the SCP Foundation because, like, maybe they shouldn't be... They, they were scoffing at the other organizations for, like, uh, for for basically for acquiring various uh, O1s, like, O1 instances for their own ends and, like, recruiting them and using them and then also experimenting with them. But like they did the exact same thing, and that's where we where we got Monica and Norman. <laughs> and I'm well, pretty sure the the reason that SCP Foundation, um, like experiments on anything is because they're trying to figure out they're trying to figure it out so they can deal with it. And you also have to remember that these people are D class, uh, which. I believe means they've done something horrific and are in the prison system for some reason. Yeah, they're not yeah. doing it to just random people that don't deserve it. Oh, no one. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, this is again going into the quandary of like who deserves what in terms of like a prison system. Like they might it's either you get the death sentence or you get this. Okay, it seems like then like that then you shouldn't be for people like one one four two four. Where who's like, yeah, he's a cool guy, he's a chill guy. It's like he's probably a rapist or a murderer. <laughs> like by that by that standing, <laughs> by that understanding of like what D class is. I mean, you're like, not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like I just say, like, like we like there's I and what I'm saying is like I don't know if like we, we're told the D class are supposed to be like like again death row inmates, but like some of them like I don't know if some of them are necessarily like some of them might just be like they were they were pulled from the prison system because again like you said not all of them must be D class because there's a lot of D class. That's true. There's so many of them. They can't all be death row. Yeah, exactly. It's so that again, awesome. so it's adding on to like the mounting like kind of uh, like the uh, antagonism of the of the foundation being kind of like corrupt and like on the inside like uh, or like kind of rotten in the court like in some of its in some of its procedures. Because they're using not like they might be using criminals who are just like regular criminals. Yeah, they did something wrong. They probably did it to survive. They probably did it to they probably stole something or they probably like had had something that they did that they got into prison. But like we don't know what why they got there's there's always like a context that we're missing from like these crim these people that have been uh, put into the, uh, the 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 prison system. So like they might not all of them are assholes. Some of them are just doing it. They, they did the, what they did to survive or because they made a stupid mistake because they're human. They're human beings. And the, the, the foundation doesn't have a right to actually test on them. 
Uh, it's they've just been doing that, it for years, so clearly they do. <laughs> they've been doing it for years. That doesn't make it fucking right. <laughs> that means, yeah. that just, that just, honestly, like to anything, that just makes them like more despicable because they're using human test subjects from a prison system. Like, yeah, I, I again, like it's how else would you th- test this thing though? <sighs> volunteers? There won't yeah. be any volunteers, or maybe find some other way, or maybe just don't test on them. Maybe just maybe just test to see like how to destroy it, <laughs> not like te- see what it does, like. Uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I feel like we're our 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 uh, our. Uh, I feel like this debate has kind of gone on long enough. <laughs> so we're having the same debate that we had last time as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's clear that who's on the who's on the wrong who's who's on who's the wrong side. Wrong? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's clear whose side of the Zakovia uh Zakovia Accords we're yeah. both on. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Team America. <laughs> well, Team Captain America. I was gonna say, are you World Police now? Is that what you're trying to be? No, no, that's more the foundation, honestly. Oh yeah, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. Hashtag Team uh, Team Captain America. <laughs> um, but I digress. Let's 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 move away from the debate that's gotten pretty heated and spirited. Um going to move on to the next thing here which actually has to do with something that i feel like was actually kind of missing with the story uh or not the story the entry so uh we get this at the very end in the event that scp-3396 escapes the bounds of foundation control entirely and causes a projected tpk class thaumaturgic proliferation scenario that's just atm machine uh situation there (laughs) is it uh, I'll get to it in a second. Okay. Uh, con- contingency 3396 Alabaster will take effect and the foundation will take necessary measures to ensure the, s- the safety of what humanity remains. All right. What's what's contingency 3396 Alabaster exactly? Is it like nuke it from orbit with a magical nuke? Only way to be sure? Like, if we, if we can't have the status quo world no one can scp foundation <laughs> also say yeah and I'll, I'll get to that also in, a, in just a second but first off that tpk thing tpk stands for <laughs> thaumaturgic proliferation k class no it doesn't <laughs> yeah it doesn't no it stands for total party kill <laughs> i damn it, you, you stole my bit you stole my bit you asshole <laughs> all right fine, i'll continue it's like <laughs> so my, my the the end of my thing there like that you stealing my my thunder aside <laughs> but does that mean someone someone is a fellow D nerd <laughs> tpk uh tpk class uh scenario possible yeah I just I thought that was funny because as soon as I saw TPK, it's like, wait, is that really what? Wait, and then and then I looked up like I looked up what TPK class uh, contingency is, and it seems to be really just kind of what like cadaver commanders put in here, because a K class is like an end of the world scenario, yeah. Whereas TP, aside from being toilet paper, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he he and he straight up says it in the quote that I had. It's like it's a thaumaturgic proliferation scenario. So it's like. A, pro, a, th- a thaumaturgic proliferation end of the world scenario, uh, class scenario, but 
again, also ATM machine uh, situation where it's like TPK class thaumaturgic proliferation scenario. It's like you, you've already said thaumaturgic proliferation. Well, in the no, thaumaturgic is the word of the day. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> true. Very true. You get yeah, paid every time he writes thaumaturgic in one way yeah. or another. So this is at the end of this of the of the entry where we had like the three three nine six alabaster contingency, and earlier we got it again where it was um in the event that fifteen percent of the population of, of in the event that fifteen percent of Earth's population becomes infested, see document three three nine six alabaster for specific re- specifications regarding personnel withdrawal. Location of region, uh, location of regional quarantine facilities, and subsequent alterations to the foundation's prime directive. This document, as far as I can tell, doesn't exist. Aside from this little, like, um, kind of loose synopsis of what it is or what's going to be entailed in the document. But I kind of wish there was a document that 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 uh, that first three three nine six alabaster connected to. It's, I, I, it's just one of those things like, I kind of think that that should have been put in there somewhere. Cause like cadaver commander's done this in the past where he's like added, had like special, like a special procedure that he's added to a, uh, either in a, uh, a drop down link or an actual link to another, uh, document on the website. Well, it, it sort of explains what it does. So yeah, basically, yeah. basically the withdrawal go to the quarantine facilities and, and hope alter that it the, doesn't reach there. <laughs> and alter the foundation's prime directive. <laughs> yeah, directive is to uh, maintain the last surviving uninfected people. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I guess that's that's basically it. I don't know. Like, I... Yeah, I, I guess, you know, I guess there isn't really a... Like, it isn't a problem. I just kind of wish... Again, there's so much other, like good use of formatting and some of that in like the previous stories and like entries that we've done of cadaver Mentor. I was kind of hoping that this would also be one of those things other than just a, a simple synopsis of what we were, what we would expect from that document. But hmm. I guess, I guess it doesn't need to be a document specific, like separate from this or like linked to it, but there <laughs> I'll just, I'll just sit hmm. in my, my nitpick nook. <laughs> <laughs> But finally, that is my my final. That is my actual thoughts. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a lot to say, and I'm I'm not sorry for the debate we had for between Team Foundation and Team Mutant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Mikey, the East stands for evil. You're up. All right. Um. So this basically says that six percent of the population is infected, and that at fifteen percent. That's where they enact the quarantine. Yeah. Um, we don't know how fast this spreads, and the fact that it's already infected 470 million people. Um, yeah, what's is the good... current? Sorry, what's the... what is the current population of Earth? Like, uh, like... like 7.8 billion. Okay, we're in the billions now. Okay. We've been in billions for a while. Yeah, I know. Um, I just, <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 for some reason, I think it was like, I remember like back in like the 90s or so, I remember it being like 3 billion and now we're 7 billion. Jesus. Uh, in 1999, it was 6 billion. It was only 6 billion back then? Okay. I don't know. I, I might, I might have been, 
uh, remembering it wrong then. There's a lot of people regardless. Yes. Yeah. So this is spreading really fast. We don't know how it's spreading, whether it be a handshake or uh, just coming <laughs> drug near deal. someone. Yeah. And be, well, even if it's like, uh, say, COVID, like you breathe near someone and they're infected. Yeah, true. Yeah, if it, if it's airborne, we're fucked. <laughs> like if if, they, if if the if the fluid when it goes into the, I, I wonder if that's what happens. Like maybe when the when the maybe that's what some of the organs are for. It's for aerosoling the uh, the fluid in the host body. That could be something. But again, like yeah, if it's airborne, it's we're we're all kinds of fucked. <laughs> yeah, and given how stupid people are. <laughs> uh, based on the scenario of oh, the last three no years, there's no such thing as mutants. Oh God, now I'm a mutant. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Um, suddenly, suddenly that uh metaphor um, it's an idiom. Avoid something like the plague. Like honestly, that idiom has no meaning in the, since the last three years have happened because. <laughs> <laughs> People don't avoid things when, uh, because like, like it's the plague. Hmm. What are you yeah. referring to? We're referring to the pandemic. Okay. Like, but... if the pandemic is anything to be an example of, like, contamination is going to be really bad because, like, yes. again, like, 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 uh, Mikey says, my, like, like, Mikey tastefully tried to allude to, and then I just brute force. I, I figured, but I. I want to make sure that I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, it was like, yeah, like, I'm like, there, there's no such things as mutants. Oh, God, I'm a mutant now. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. People are stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is very much a world ending <laughs> scenario or the world changing scenario. Anyway. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the world uh, the world as we know it ending scenario yeah it's just like that uh yeah it's just like that that song by the red hot chili peppers i don't is it the it's the end of the world yeah 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 (laughs) and i'm a mutant (laughs) and i'm a mutant uh Oh wow! By REM, that's what that's the song. No, that's that's the band, <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers. What the fuck? Starts with an R. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Man, there's a bunch of songs from REM that I apparently liked, but I never realized it was they were by REM. Hmm. Uh, anyway, sorry. Probably not relevant. <laughs> nope. Yeah. All right. Uh, do do do. So, I got a quote here. Okay. Uh, biological organisms affected by SCP-3396, designated SCP-3396-01, will develop additional organs and tissues of unknown purpose, which metastasize rapidly throughout the body's cavities. Uh, <laughs> so, so to me, this seems like uh, magical cancer. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> It's it's definitely some kind of like invasive growth inside the human body that 
also is like corporeal and incorporeal because we can't remove it with conventional means. <laughs> hmm. uh, and uh, th- this has me thinking more of a, a Deadpool scenario. Oh, God. Because, I mean, he's got cancer, but... But his healing factor is... Yeah, and his healing factor heals the cancer. Yeah, it's 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 stopping it's stopping the heal it's stopping the cancer before it can, or it, it, his body is basically like at a tie with the cancer. Yeah, yeah. The, the cancer is frozen, but if you remove the cancer, it grows back. Yeah, exactly the way it was. Yeah. Um. So the the fact that you can't remove these things, it seems like everybody becomes Deadpool. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Hate it. <laughs> There's enough annoying people in the world as it is. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you turn your back on a fellow Canadian? <laughs> hey, one is all we need. He's, he's <laughs> That's perfect true. the way he is. More is not. More is not better. Less is more in this situation. <laughs> Quality it's, over quantity. Know, yeah. <laughs> But haven't you ever wanted a Deadpool, an army of Deadpools with different powers? They wouldn't be Deadpools anymore. Yeah, they'd be the Deadpool. <laughs> the pool of dead people. <laughs> Please continue. Also, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've reached the end of my actual thought. Okay. Uh, then on to Gamer. Hmm. So um, a couple of my notes are just me learning things. Like one is uh, due to the rate of physical and metaphysical communicability presented by SCP-3396. So communicability is like when a patient is um, <coughs> it's when a patient is shedding virus at a sufficient quantity and viability to infect another person. So basically, just yeah. Someone's infected and they can. It's just it's viral. Yeah, it's the mean. It's, yeah, it's the means of viral spread. They're contagious. It's just another word for contagious, basically. Yep. Love having multiple words for one thing. Yeah. Get over it. Um, <laughs> I I, I'm getting spicy now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop being spicy. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll switch over to mild. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's talking about like we'll develop uh, additional organs and tissues of unknown purpose, which metastase, metastase, metastasizing, metastasize. Yeah, Yeah. it's basically just to spread other parts of the body. Yep, which is another word I haven't heard. It's also when I honestly a lot of words I've never heard, but I'm like I'm not gonna go over all of them. (laughs) They're they're also yeah they're also kind of like scientific or like medical words, and like I I kind of know some of them from like. I, I knew that these last two from like medical shows and stuff. Yeah. Like even Grey's Anatomy and stuff. Also, when I Googled metastasizing, um, a lot of like the suggest like the suggested stuff is like metastasizing cancer and cancerous metastasizing. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so might not be as good as we as as uh, it might not be as well, it might be benign, but it might not be as like um uh, again, it, it's kind of tying into that whole like cosmic horror. It's like it's not intending to be evil or like cause harm but it's causing harm regardless also body horror if you don't intend to kill someone but you still kill someone 
that's still bad. <laughs> yeah, or like the tiger didn't mean to eat that or kill that person. It was just going on its base instincts. Mm-hmm. Like that's how that's how I'm kind of seeing like this organism and the mother right now is like the mother isn't meaning to isn't in like evilly intending on like transforming and mutating the the, the current reality it's leaking into. It's just, that's just how the mother do. <laughs> if it was aware. And it's like, oh, I'm ruining this entire world. I should go. Or what if and, it and can't? Commander Shepard's yeah. out of there. Yeah. Or what if it can't? Like it's like, um, it's or it's like that situation I've 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 we've mentioned a couple times. It's like, uh, it's like the where the cosmic horror is like, I'm helping. Why are you screaming? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> like, like, it, like because like that's the thing is like it wants to thrive and it, it's telling it's it's um. Uh, either the afflicted or the organisms within the afflicted to thrive out like go forth my children kind of thing yeah so but it's like, doing this intentionally it is not it, but it might not be yeah it might, might be doing it intentionally but it might not be doing it intentionally maliciously it might just be like it might just not understand what is what we perceive as malicious <laughs> but i'll yeah, I'll stop i'll stop talking does not <laughs> yeah. whether it's actually good or bad things happen yes yeah so then we, um, when I got to the addendums, I figured one of them was going to be Monica, and I was not disappointed. Um, but looking at all the the different addendums, one is the uh, twenty five meter lizard who makes toxic clouds. The other is the hairless, horn covered devil dog that can regenerate. Uh, a woman who can summon any gun and whose body explodes incoming bullets away, and a guy who's an amalgam of flesh with floating hands with eyes in. So one of those isn't like the other. <laughs> And uh, I know the whole point of this SCP is it can make people and things into anything and do anything. Yeah. But there should be a larger variety of addendums to show that, honestly, because out of the four we have, Monica's is my least favorite. Because it's the outlier? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Because, like, all the other three are... This thing takes the donor body, physically changes it a lot, and gives, gives it abilities. But Monica gets to win the fucking lottery of being able to look like a normal person. It yeah, just adds to yeah. how much of a Mary Sue she is, you know. She I can do I, no wrong. I can see where you're going because, like, yeah, I feel like there should be a little bit more diversity in like the abilities since it is already established that this thing, the abilities, the anomalies, the powers it gives, is very varied from the story we got. But yeah, also you're wrong. You're wrong. And I hate you about her being Mary Sue. Don't she don't ruin my. Is. Do not steal. Do do not do not talk back about my waifu. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, she does no wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I understand. I understand. <laughs> Sorry, the one wrong she did. Why didn't she save the the hairless horn covered devil dog? He was he, just a good He might be out there somewhere. He like the, she like she should have busted him out if she had any <laughs> redeeming qualities. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Because she totally See, knew that. He was there. What we don't, what we don't have in the story is when she's like cresting the hill away from the facility. Next to her, at all times, is a good old bo- is a good is a good boy. Of course. <laughs> um, also, so basically, it's 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 Captain Salanum or Aaron from from One Less Die, who never reminds me in our games that he has a grumble. <laughs> he has a dog. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, then he has a fucking dog near. It's like, well, what about my dog? Wait, you have a dog? It's like, yeah, I said the whole time. It's like, you just brought that up. <laughs> Like that, you brought your dog. Man, a lot of the, okay. This is 
unrelated to everything, but the problem with us having like familiars and shit in games is a we forget about them. B it adds so much more complexity because it's another character. <laughs> yeah, so stop doing it. On the initiative board. <laughs> then stop doing it. If you know I'm not one. Aaron, okay. <laughs> I'm the gamer in yellow. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh so long story short, <laughs> I wish there was there were some more addendums to show other things that are somewhat similar to Monica's power because every yeah. other instance of this power being given to someone completely fucks them up. Aside from some of the ones that we got in the shape of a gun, like the 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 dudes who are like their entire purpose is they they dig up the roads and shit. I don't remember yeah. what they look I, like. I think honestly they just look like people. I, I think that one. I think the, uh, I I they can't remember. Dudes. I think I think Dozer was either a human or like a human made of like asphalt and stuff, like a like a grant like a like a like Korg. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. But I can't recall if that's actually the case or if I just fabricated that shotgun like Monica. Yeah. <laughs> Their entire purpose is fabricating guns. But a wow. Uh I don't even know if that's the reason, but like, yeah, I just really like her. She's a really cool character, guys. We finally got it. We got there. We We're gonna say out. I love a gal that uh can can manifest any number of firearms and fire off uh, and fire them off. She didn't even spawn Tommy guns, though. Yeah, but she could. And you still say you like her. Yeah, yeah but she, she chooses she... not to. That's the thing. She knows she can. But she maybe, does. well, maybe she, maybe because she just hasn't had the right scenario for it. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with that. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's why. Have you also? Just a quick aside. This is like again. I between the last two, between the last episode and this episode. Um, when I when I tried like I had to like look up the shape of a gun a couple of times like for the link, and I, and Google Images there are there is fan art of the cast of the shape of a gun. Well, I'm sure there is. There's it is fan art of every awesome. SCP on the entire website. I imagine. Yeah. but I just gotta say like the fan art is like amazing. Like it it like is is cool renditions of the the various mutants. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Sorry, this is your this is your spotlight. I'll check those out later. Uh, my last note I already uh, used when I uh, <laughs> summoned Thunder to steal it from you. Ah, uh, yes. The TPK. Yes. I think someone's a nerd. <laughs> and God bless him. Yes. Alright. Oh, that's the end of my notes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I suppose we'll move on to final thoughts. Um. So for me, on its own, it is this this entry is a font of game fodder uh and even a great jumping off point for people to write stories or even like write a, a game scenario or scenarios um set in the apotheosis canon um and i mean like the apotheosis canon like th- that's a great example of like this being a jumping off point for people to write stories off of because not all the stories from what I saw on the Apotheosis canon are by Cadaver Commander. Some of them are by other writers on the SCP and uh, Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. Um, as an accompanying entry to kick off said canon, it is kind of necessary. Sorry again, gamer. <laughs> um, like, 
you kind of do need this to like start off like before reading shape of a gun because it explains the action it, it is basically the origin for shape of a gun <laughs> um so all this kind of say i i still 100 recommend this entry go team mother i mean mutant <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's that's my recommendations and my final recommendation. So, Mikey, these tens for evil. All right. Uh, so basically, given what we know about diseases and how quickly they can spread, uh, the human race is doomed. No, this is, okay. I'll stop. I'll shut up. Well, doomed to change. <laughs> yes. How dare we evolve? And adapt to our new environment. Forcibly. Hey, man, that's basically the the premise of the uh, that 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 is what evolution is: is being forced to adapt to changing uh, situations and environments. Yeah, and dealing with the uh, mutant mosquitoes and mm-hmm. the huge bearded dragons that are poisonous with toxic gases. Yeah, um, just being around them kills people. <laughs> With poisonous <laughs> gases out of their asses. But like the what happens are dead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so does it affect other uh is it reptiles that way? So do alligators become monsters that uh have ticking time bombs? For all we know, the alligators could become giant crystalline creatures. <laughs> or or every human. single human yeah. that we've seen has been vastly different. I assume every single creature of the same like um, species would be very different. If they got another bearded dragon, it, it be might become different. a it might become an actual bearded dragon. <laughs> yeah, he'll grow a massive, like hairy beard. I'm not gonna lie, also when I dragon. when I read that the uh, the organ the the thing they were testing was a bearded dragon. I was like, oh, we're gonna get a Charizard. <laughs> this is how we get Charizards. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So the the fact that it varies wildly from person to person or creature to creature, uh, like it it becomes a scientists wet dream and that they get to study all these different species that are all the same yeah um but it becomes this... an ecological nightmare <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna pretend that the world is fucked <laughs> for for at least a little while after this but like i imagine like we like so like my 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 two outcomes for this like that i see is either complete and utter collapse of humanity of of earth's of earth's environment or a completely brand new environment evolves out of this on the earth yeah and personally i'm i'm rooting for the other for for the latter i think you got 10 years tops and then everybody's dead <laughs> wow well some yeah. of us are are glass half empty and some of us are ha- glass half full <laughs> yeah so so the biggest thing that for me is missing is the timeline of how did it how quickly did it hit six percent of the population yeah i kind of i do kind of wish that they we gotten like within like six months or like like within like seven months or something like that like of the original of the initial incident like 
that happened. Yeah. I didn't think it was that bad already. I thought it was like a very isolated incident, but that no. many? Yeah. Like already right and now? They, yeah, and like the foundation has been covering it up as best they can. Like they've been trying to basically, like they've been infiltrating news networks and like on and online like platforms and stuff to basically conceal the sightings of, of people with powers and organisms with powers and stuff. That mean that there's like 400,000 missing people in the world? Like if they're going in and like taking all these people so they would stop infecting people? Or are uh, they just maybe. letting them be in the normal populace? I'm sure they're trying. Well, it, it sounds like they're trying to contain as many as they can. So there's like probably a good portion of that number that have been captured. But then there's like an equal amount of like, there's a whole department now devoted to just scrambling people's like Twitter accounts when they ever, whenever a, a video posts up of somebody doing some like selfies with their powers or, or something like that. Hmm. So is, so is the movie Chronicle basically like the start of this, the advent of this too? Like where like, it's a bunch of kids that get superpowers and then they just, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's the movie's like a found footage movie about a bunch of kids that get superpowers and they just start filming themselves doing their stupid, uh, like doing stupid shit with their superpowers. Mm-hmm. And then one of them gets, one of them is an asshole and becomes an a- even bigger asshole when he gets powers and goes villain. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> I'm not saying it's a, I, yes, it's going to happen, but like, there's also going to be people that are not assholes that will confront the assholes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, um, just reading this, it we're already doomed. Um, unless we had a timeline, then we could sort of factor in how soon we're doomed um but yeah, what we know is a year from monica's escape uh vegas has fallen and it's ran by mutants and mutant sympathizers that's about yeah. all we know for timeline yeah and i mean at like that year could be enough that we've reached 15%, but if that's the case, then why would the foundation even bother with Vegas? Unless that was their quarantine zone. <laughs> that might've been the quarantine zone. Also, they could just be desperate <laughs> at that point. It's just like, we, we just got to keep doing this until, until we got to try to stop this. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think it's at 15% uh, as of the shape of a gun. I think it's like getting there, but okay. I, I guess we'll have to see what happens in, in some of the further stories of the apotheosis canon. Keep track of the percentage mm-hmm. and like keep us updated on what it's like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, and then yeah, it 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 is neat, but I mean, everyone gets extra organs that gets infected. <laughs> extra organs that don't seem to be killing anybody, <laughs> but. I'm thinking if, if it's like it gives you the ability to touch someone and they die, the organ killed someone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> look. <laughs> I mean, in terms of like a medical like situation, the fact that people are getting extra organs in their bodies and not suffering too many like debilitating side effects like death or like immobility 
I call that a win. <laughs> what's, that, what's that guy, Norman? <laughs> he's fine. fine. He's, There's, he's normal. Anything, he's hey, he's normal five percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is like. What happens to the food supply? Like, all the cows that get infected, um, you might not be able to uh, slaughter them. Some of them, but there might be ones that are fine. <laughs> Maybe some of them will grow to be massive and they just produce more meat. Exactly. Oh, but it's so okay. random oh, that are, like at least some of them. That maybe maybe their milk. Uh, maybe one of them will produce chocolate milk. Actually, chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, but then people would drink that infected chocolate milk, and then that would spread the virus even more. Excellent. Uh-huh. Look, man, it's gonna happen to the rest of the world. Might as well fucking embrace it. Uh, I'll take Plan B. Thank you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, dirty, dirty team foundation. Not gonna play. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many unknowns with this that it just—it's only a partial recommendation for me. All right. Uh, then on to, and and then we have on. I guess we have gamer. <laughs> I'm, so sad. I'm not sad. Row, I'm, man. I'm not sad. I'm just like I'm. I, I I know I know who who I'm going to be fighting at, uh, 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 in the in the in the in the in the battles after this. Like, yeah. with... I mean, I would die anyways because you'd be some superpowered like monstrosity. And I'd just be a dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It's that scene. From, I I keep seeing this on on Twitter last couple of weeks of uh the guy from the movie uh, Kong Skull Island where like one of the guys he's like kind of suicidal. He just get has like a, a vest of grenades, and he like pulls all the pins and wait and waits for the giant monster to come at him to to eat him. So that he blows it up in the process, and the monster like looks at him, and instead of eating him, just like swipes him away with his tail off to a to a distant cliff where the explosion goes off. Nice. But like <laughs> that's gonna be you, like it gets me. It's just like you're like you pull like grenades. It's like come on, <laughs> it's like I'd be like ha swipe. <laughs> that's what you'd say. Or it'll be a, a Predator 1 situation with Arnold. Be like, do it, kill me. Kill me, I'm here. Crap set up to murder you. Yeah, we'll have to see when the, when the final confrontation happens. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah. this story, as a plot device to introduce unlimited possibilities for anything and everything to exist in the world, in the, world, in the real world, it does work at that. Problem being, as I've said before, going all out with these powers removes it any creepy it going all out with the powers removes this whole thing from the whole creepy cover-up vibe which is what scp is yeah because right from jump street they're not covering shit up anymore they've already lost yeah and i kind of wish it was a like you would see them getting worse and worse at containing until they lose like they just lose right from the get-go which isn't as fun i i Maybe I think we need more. I, I think what we need here is a timeline to kind of show like the progression of how bad things are getting. Because like right now, it seems like like you're you're pushing that like it happened immediately, like within like a snap of a finger, we're fucked. Whereas like there was probably some 
periods of time where they were like they thought they were good and that or they thought they could keep it under wraps and then it's like it's slowly dawning on them they can't the way that i should be thinking about this is um there have been 3395 scp entities before this nine six showed up and ruined everything yeah so that is the the slow descent of um of, the SCP of scp losing it yeah instead of viewing it as like this is the first thing in this entire canon like this this isn't the first yeah. thing scp's ever done they've been doing all this shit before it as well it's all canon, yeah. right and hell even if if cadaver commander's stories are all connected like if this is actually if this is if the apotheosis uh canon is has like ties to like the old man the old fisherman guy who like fishes out monsters out of like dimensional port rifts and like sends the has the uh the foundation um show up to like with their naval fleet to take it out holland hank yeah holland hank or like the night hauler or the admiral the mother and all that kind of stuff like that's all been leading up to this if, if that if they if those were all connected which there seem to be like inklings that like some of those entities were connected to this hmm. um that could be also like a, a lead up to like this is so, like showing just like the foundation has been trying their best. They've been sending like troops in like armies and naval fleets in to like keep things under wraps or like, to keep things contained. And then they have like massive, like they have just massive bull pits of, of, of dorks on computers <laughs> um, trying to basically veil out internet um, uh, presence of these accounts and sightings and stuff. Mm. And it's just showing that like, None of that means diddly when one when this thing pops out of the desert and uh, can mutate people with powers. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. This entry itself, the three three nine six entry, mm-hmm. I do like that. This entry itself is showing that SCP is still in working order at this point, to some yeah. point, because it's still saying that this is what hap- This is what this entity is. Like it's a st- very standardized thing. Where the the D five seven story um, shape of a gun, it's just like right from the get go. Or in that story, it just like the foundation is just a tyrannical like superpower that's trying to kill all of them. Like, yeah, there's it's being told from a different no point of that, view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in her point of view, there is no like from her view. The uh, the foundation are just evil people, and they should all die. Which you can kind of understand her point of view on that because she was imprisoned and she was being tested on. <laughs> yes, but okay. that makes you a villain. Not necessarily. I mean, honestly, like I literally last night, <laughs> I I'm watching. I'm going through the Jessica Jones series. Okay, and last night. I I just saw the the point where um you see the uh the background information on why Kilgrave the villain became a villain. And it's because he was a child that was um experimented on and his powers developed because of that. It's literally the same. Okay, but like and because of him being experimented on by his family he became an asshole and has been killing hundreds of people as he's been growing up. Yes. There are also other stories in comics and in, in some of the Marvel movies as well, where like somebody was being tested on and came out as a hero, but they were on the run from, 
from uh, from organizations like like in the within the government that were connected to the people that were experimenting on them. Yeah, it's uh, called Luke Cage. I've seen that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to reference the uh, the uh, 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 what the hell are they called? The like Scarlet Witch and, and Quicksilver. Like oh, yeah. yes, they were experimented on by Hydra, who was actually Shield, <laughs> uh, or that was that was covered as Shield, and they ended up being starting off as like villains, like thinking they were on the right side of the team, and then they end up becoming heroes. So yeah, yeah, but and then later became villain again. <laughs> as the that's the way as, powers as, are as, man as, as, yeah well it happens and then they became and then they redeemed themselves and became heroes again so it's like it happened <laughs> it's a it's a constant evolution like like organic cycle of uh of of uh of heroism and villainy yeah i think i just started also... becoming like uh, the view of just like superpowers are just like the concept of a superpower is great like yeah i could fly through the sky yeah i could lift really heavy things and be cool yeah but in actuality just no <laughs> because it, it causes so many problems i'm trying to think was there is there actually like an organization or like a, a character in, in either the marvel movies or some other mo- show that's like fuck superpowers no one should have this power <laughs> like is there is there a group or or a or a or, or, or an entity like that like any of them that doesn't want his own powers yeah doesn't want powers but also doesn't want anybody else to have powers because they see powers as being you know what it is it's fucking gore the god killer (laughs) from from thor love and thunder i haven't seen that okay well not not no not spoiling anything but he the villain's ideology is basically uh gods are assholes one god was an asshole to him therefore all gods are assholes so i'm going to kill every god ever okay that is that's his whole like his whole plight his whole like reasoning is like one guy was an asshole therefore they all are assholes Mm -hmm. that makes him an asshole though exactly Mm -hmm. so yeah anyway (laughs) yeah anyways back to this though yes um there's something i was gonna bring up earlier i just gotta gloss over real quick the whole um city of uh like new vegas and everything yeah is new you mean vegas, old vegas right? yeah, old vegas. vegas new vegas is from fallout's uh fallout new vegas <laughs> okay old vegas um so there are mutants living there and mutant sympathizers right yes doesn't that mean all the mutant sympathizers are also mutants no because they're infected apparently not apparently there are humans that are sympathetic to the mutants yes but, but they are all not like in the same building eating the same food apparently they aren't mutants <laughs> We need more context on this shit, man. <laughs> you, you are that, you, sir, are the Disney princess today. Yeah, I must have more context. <laughs> yeah, man. Overall, I'll give this uh, this entry a partial because it's a good primer. I just worry that the, the scope of all this. And the the scale of everything for everything that's going to follow because it's already escalating so quickly. Mm-hmm. Because like, how many entries are in this canon? Is there, what, uh, like, I can I can pull it up so? if you want. There, yeah, there's like a a good number of uh, of like there's like multiple parts, and each part has like a couple of entries and stories in them. So, um, uh, so we have a to- also yeah uh, we have a total of one two three four five six. 
7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, about 13 ish stories. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I'm curious how it's going to go and whether yeah. the, the entries will show a progression of the world or if it's just going to be like, this is the way the world is now. And well, this is the viewpoint of like 13 different uh, entities, characters. all characters and stuff in that world right now, but there won't be any progression. Yeah. Well, I think the thing to think to, to realize here is that, so like even like their, their little like blurb about the apotheosis canon, it's an epic tale of endings, beginnings, and often forgotten toil in between. So like, basically it's about the end of the world as we know it, as humans know it, the beginning of a new world, and then everything, and then the stories and like events that happened in between those two, uh, those two things. Mm-hmm. So, and another thing to put into perspective, gamer, maybe like that, I, 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 maybe you keep forgetting, or like it's just like you, you, you can't, um, uh, uh, you can't put it, pull away from is the fact that this isn't the canon of the SCP Foundation. This is a what if world. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a an alternate. This is a what if canon of like what would happen if the SCP Foundation lost uh, its veil out uh, scenarios. Like it could mm-hmm. not contain something, and the world changed because of that. So yeah, which yeah. to me justifies what SCP has been doing all along. Because if this <sighs> is what happens when they fuck up, and the world is the way it is now in the real world because they haven't been fucking up, I'll take that. <laughs> I, I guess I'm. I like. I guess I like change. <laughs> I, I guess that's where where our, where our two views differ. It's like I don't, I don't like things. I don't like things to stagnate or and get boring. So. Change is okay, but I don't feel like living in Fallout. You know. I mean, kind of cool. I I dig it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. That there's the that's the difference between you and me. Really, is like. Yeah. Also, it's weird. You're a ninja. I'm a cultist. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it doesn't help that, like, when I clicked on the Apocalypse sub, I see that there's a, a cool title art, and, yeah. like, there's clearly Monica there as the main character. Shut up. And, no, no, I'm not yeah. saying it against you, I'm yeah, saying, I, like, I that's my problem, is the main character of this, I'm not into. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Every other character for some reason. Yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> but for all I know, like, Monica is actually a character that I'm I'm way into. It's just the lack of description for her is making it not click well with me because I have to ask so many questions that should be answered just in the story itself, both yeah. stories. Gamer, I have to stop you for a second. Okay. I just read the ty- like the, the the first sentence of the of the next story. Okay. A turret was being chewed up by a Tyrannosaurus Rex made of plasma. Go on. <laughs> I'm intrigued. So I'm I, assuming she's going to be a recurring character then. Yeah, but also I think like Tyrannosaurus Rex made of plasma. I was like, is this the? Are we going to see that blue wizard dragon and that red cyborg T Rex? Oh yeah. <laughs> Perhaps I was, we'll yeah, that see. wasn't this because I was part of uh, Joey Fucknuts. Uh, yeah, it was from Joey Fucknuts. It was also another its own entry too because it yes. was like part of a series of stories. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So like that's yeah. That's also another another line from that from the little blurb of for for part two, X Men versus Super Science, and I'm glad Armando's there. 
this is awesome this was awesome <laughs> it's like yeah that's basically i think what's where we're kind of heading in this reality is like mutants uh it's it's basically the 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 x-men conundrum like people like because the whole thing about x-men uh, about the x-men like comics and like the characters is that these they're people with mutants they're just trying to live their own lives they have they do have dangerous powers or they have like uh, like weird and random powers and society has made them outsiders because they're weird and cr- and creepy and they could be dangerous like very dangerous and like yes it's also it concept, is honestly like the x-men it, it is basically the x-men plot <laughs> it is and and this you are that's... for the sentinels okay no. Okay. If I'm reading a creepypasta, it's like, or something <laughs> creepypasta adjacent, it should be creepy. And this isn't. That's part of my problem. Like, yes, the story itself and the concept behind it is is neat. And it's it's great for game fodder and all that stuff. And it's, it's cool action, even though we don't see all the cool action scenes in the, the ones that we've seen, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but all that stuff is great. And it's like very Marvel Avengersy kind of scale and all that. And that's great, but there's no horror in it. I you know I disagree because the horror but like, is just how everything is going to collapse from people having this and seeing how it's gonna be rebuilt in their image. Yeah, and how weird like how the weird world is like affecting things and stuff like that. Like it's kind of a bit of like it's less horror it's it's horror aesthetic because it's again we're we're seeing it from the mutants eyes the mutants perspectives like the monsters perspective but we're also it it kind of is again it is i will agree it isn't like horror horror it's not spooky scary skeletons like bony uh, Bo- uh napoleon bony parts but um it's like it, it's got horror leanings but it is more of like weird fiction because it has this action sci-fi kind of superhero genre kind of slapped into it as well um and maybe some of the other stories will focus more on like a spookier like more of like the horror of this situation than what we've said or what we've what we've read so far maybe because right now the only true horror is just the fact that if you're a human you're fucked you will either die as a human or you will be turned forcibly into a mutant against your will yeah that is the horror of it. Like you're you're gonna be a mutant or you're gonna be dead. That's just the yeah. long and short of it. Yeah, and I mean like I, it's not even the mutants' fault necessarily, because like they didn't like they didn't uh choose this either, but they also want to be free from like the the the, facil- the foundation and like their tests and their their imprisonment. So it's again they're they're humans being flawed humans is like all around. And some yeah. of them are trying to make the best of it and yeah. not infect other people because there's other people <laughs> migrating to old Vegas. Mm-hmm. And if they're doing that because they're wanting to get away from other people and not infect them, great. Although that doesn't sound like that is the intent. The intent is they just want to be with more of their kind so they can all be protected. It's like it, more of a selfish yeah. thing. Well, it's a selfish thing, but it's also might be something out of ignorance. Like, do they actually know that they're infectious? Or are they just thinking that oh, more people are are mutants? Like there's more mutants out there than we than we realized. Because like, it sounded like they didn't know. Whereas the foundation has come to realize that they are infectious. Whereas the mutants don't seem to realize they're infectious. It's like carriers. It's been a year. Are you telling me that the foundation <laughs> wouldn't have told them 
that probably honestly probably not because the foundation is still a because it's an organization of compartmentalization and secrecy you yes. don't need to know you just need to be contained they but would look, not explain already themselves out there if they're already out there and they've taken over an entire city you don't think they'd be like guys you need to come in you are infectious everyone you touch will become a mutant as well it's going to spread throughout the world we need to quarantine you guys I don't think the foundation would actually do that. Also, if they, based out of no, um, by that merit, though, our real world people are from Durpland with the whole like pandemic shit. <laughs> people in general, yes, are from Durpland. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're in yeah. general aren't a, an organization that is founded on trying to contain a problem. and. Look where that's got us today. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think we should put a pit on this because we're, we're we're just continuing to argue about <laughs> whose yeah. who side is whose side is correct, and I think the point is no one's side is actually like fully correct in the situation. Uh-huh. And, and I'm not trying to change your, your I, I know, mind, yeah. and I'm not going to let you pollute my mind, infect my mind with your your weird spores with your mutant powers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your mutant influence, yeah. But gamer, you didn't realize my voice is my power. <laughs> my God. <laughs> anyway, uh, so partial recommendation though from you. Yeah. Or the 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 start the seed idea, but you're not really jiving with the uh, the uh, like the the implications that it is proposing after that. Yeah, for what it is, it's good. If you want to see like high action, um, like high levels of like zero. Um, street level stuff it's all in the clouds with the abilities and stuff like that then that's great you're in the right spot that's exactly what you're you're gonna read here but if you're wanting something that's more grounded or like you know more scp-ish with uh things being contained and like learning about them and stuff like that that's not why you're here okay uh so yeah that that's our recommendations one full recommendation and two partials i think that's like it was last week, too? No. Because you, you didn't recommend it initially, but then you said low-end recommend a partial recommendation. Yeah, but it's not full partial. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> low-end partial means low partial. All right, fine. There is there is not 25%, recommendation. 25%, not 50%. Yeah. You're, you're 25%, not 50%. Right yeah, here. exactly. Okay. Everybody got that <laughs> in the world yep. <laughs> out there in internet land? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So that's been this week's episode. <laughs> if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter, so you can send us messages there. Mikey is at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow without that W at the end because his name is very long. And I'm at Review Cultist. We also have an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com that's a-l-d-e-n-t-e-r-i-g-a-m-o-r-t-i-s at gmail.com where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepbustas scps spooky things you creep it we'll peep it yeah, yeah. nailed it did it come through it, it came through cool it was like yeah yeah, yeah. um and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Select the back of tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. 
to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely, because without your listenership, it would be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without these stories, without this, these canons that you come up with for the SCP Foundation, for SCP entries and creep pastas, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. Or argue about for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> about whose side is right. <laughs> um, That's not what it's about. It's not about who's right. It's just who's wrong. Get our, no, it's not. It's on what we like and dislike about these stories so far. Yes. So thank you, all the same. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Travel. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.